Hey, Fidelity, can I get a second opinion on stocks in the Fidelity app? With Fidelity, it's easy to get an outside opinion from independent experts in a single score. And then? When you're ready, trade U.S. stocks and ETFs with no commissions. That's right. I am always right. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity account. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Live from Tokyo, Japan, this is a special edition of the third hour of today at the Olympic Games. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the third hour of today. Hi, everybody. It is Tuesday, August 3rd. I'm Al here in New York with Chanel, Dylan. Jenna, good to Hi. see you guys. Gang's all here. And Mr. Melvin yes, is Craig. in Tokyo. How you hey. doing, bud? I love the monitor on the plaza. Like, that's, yes, that's amazing. That's so vibrant, yeah. right? Your arms are looking just as good as they did yesterday That in that large monitor and small shirt. Oh, this is why I love <laughs> you, JBH. This is a little bigger than yesterday. No, it depends on the angle. We're the siblings he doesn't want. That's right. Well, we're going we're gonna to check in with Craig in just a bit. We've also got one of the biggest stars from Tokyo going to join us live here on the plaza, Caleb Dressel, back Yay. in the States. He was here earlier. He brought home five gold medals. We'll find out if it's sunk in yet and what's coming up next for him and his wife, Megan. Then can I tell you how much this just makes my heart so happy? Three Olympic moms sat down with me for Through Mom's Eyes, including one whose daughter is the youngest member of Team wow. USA. She's 15 years old. We talked about raising star athletes, handling the stress, when they sleep, all that good stuff coming up in just a I heard bit. Simone talking earlier about her nap time. So oh, it's yeah. Good that they, they get in that, uh, that sleep. It's so important. We also, uh, later this morning, have some real Japanese products uh, without having to take a trip to Tokyo. Authentic Japanese snacks and toys, even something fun for back to school. How right. cool is that? Uh -huh. We might have to take some home to the kids. <laughs> First, we begin in Tokyo, where it's been another awesome day. Craig the women's gymnastic competitions are all finished and we're so excited that we got to see Simone Biles one more time in Tokyo. Pretty awesome. Yes, it was, JBH. She came back for that final turn on the balance beam. And as you heard here on Today just a few moments ago, uh, she says that she actually surprised herself. NBC senior national correspondent Tom Yamas uh, has spent a lot he's spent a lot of time inside that gymnastics center. I have, a lot of hours. Yes. A lot of hours. Got a lot of miles in there. Yeah, Simone Biles actually told me she was nervous when she walked in, but she got in the zone when she hit that beam, and she definitely hit that routine. She had to be medically cleared to compete. She says she wanted to show the world she's a fighter. This morning, beaming with pride, Simone Biles makes her highly anticipated return to Olympic competition, nailing her routine on the balance beam. The gymnastic superstar taking home bronze after withdrawing from the team final and individual events to focus on her mental health. Biles appearing earlier on today alongside her teammates. I was thinking about that bronze medal and I wondered, like, does it mean more than the others? Yes, it means more than all of the golds because I've pushed through so much the last five years and the last week while I've even been here, it was just, it was very emotional. Also competing this morning, newly crowned all-around champ Suni Lee, who came in fifth place. I was just doing this for myself and I just wanted to prove that I could be up there. Before her comeback on the world stage, Biles serving as head cheerleader in the stands as her teammate Jade Carey floored the judges. Wow, so impressive. Tumbling her way to gold. Jade Carey is bringing a gold medal back to Arizona. 
I had my wonderful teammates and my dad just telling me to let it go for the moment and mm -hmm. that I could turn the worst day into the best day. Wow, well you did it. On the track, hurtling into history. It's right, Benjamin, and his nemesis American Rye Benjamin racing to a quicksilver finish in the fastest ever men's 400 meter hurdles. Benjamin coming in second to Norway's Karsten Warholm, who celebrated Superman style after completing the race in just 45.94 seconds. From Superman to Spider-Man, sport climbing making its Olympic debut today. Some of the most fearless athletes harnessing their skills to reach for the top of the medal stand. Such a cool sport there. Also, Team USA men's basketball knocking Spain out and now advancing to the semifinals. Kevin Durant had 29 points, and the women's team winning as well. They remain undefeated as they head into the quarterfinals. To go back, though, to the big event tonight, Simone yeah. Biles, it was just so great to wrap up those gymnastics events with that monster comeback. Oh, yeah. Speaking of men's basketball, by the way, yeah. I went to the, uh, to the Team USA versus Spain game today. They played defense. Oh, our, did they? Okay. our guys are playing defense. Yeah, no, because Spain had a lot of NBA players, yes. too, so it was a legit team. Yes. All okay. Right. Tom Yamas, thank you, sir. Let's turn back to gymnastics for, for, for just a moment here because five-time Olympic medalist Nastia Lukin back with me this morning to break down everything that we have seen uh, from Team USA here in Tokyo. Nastia, uh, good to have you back. Thank you so much. So let's, let's talk about Simone. Winning the bronze on the beam. We sat here last night um, and we, we talked about the likelihood that she would medal in this event. And you didn't weigh in um, on, on the possibility, but she did today. Were you at all surprised? No. Not at all, you yeah. know, but I think more than anything, um, it, it wasn't even about the medal. It wasn't about the placement. It was about really her going back out there on the competition floor and knowing that she truly was doing it for herself and for no other reason uh, than just that. And, uh, you know, I think out of the seven Olympic medals that she's now won, I think this one was uh, really the most meaningful one. What does someone like, do, like, like Simone do? I mean, the most decorated gymnast of all time if she does decide to retire she didn't she didn't really say yay or nay a few minutes ago when Hoda asked her but if she does decide that these are her last Olympic Games what does someone like her go on and, and do oh gosh I mean she there's so many things that she could do but I think more than anything what she did here in Tokyo like you know all the medals, everything, all everything that you just mentioned, the greatest of all time but what she really did here was uh, you know she is now She's inspired so many generations, this current generation and so many to come because she's really proving to so many athletes that it's not about the medals. Yeah. It's not about the medals. Yes, that is the cherry on top. And of course, as athletes, we're perfectionists and we all want to win medals. But putting the importance of mental health and safety and, and all the things that she really did here today, she's leaving here tomorrow when she leaves Tokyo. She is a hero uh, for the rest of her life. And when she stepped back, she really gave the rest of that team quite the opportunity to shine. They stepped up. They met the moment. We've been talking about that for a few days now. What's next for the rest of the team? Gosh, a well-deserved break, for yeah. sure. <laughs> um, and they're all going on tour, uh, or not all of them. I guess some of them are going on tour. Um, for someone like Suni Lee, she's so excited to go to college and yeah. live a normal life, and she was excited to have a roommate. And, you know, I think this is what 
a lot of people don't really necessarily always understand, but when you achieve your quote unquote lifelong dream at 16, 17, 18 years old, you have the rest of your life to live. So I'm really excited. They're all just such incredible young women and they all have a bright future, no matter what that is. If, it, if that's, you know, winning more gold medals or uh, whatever is to come in their future. And Nastia Lukin's kind of living proof of that too. <laughs> Before I let you go, I want to ask you about something because we, we spend so much time talking about our, our women's gymnastics team. Our men's gymnastics team, there, 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 there has always seemed to be a chasm between the two in terms of achievement, shall we say. Why is that? You know, what the interesting thing is, is when you look back at the last two Olympic Games, they have qualified into the team finals in that first and second place. Uh, scores don't carry over, so unfortunately they weren't able to, um, you know, stay, stay in that position. But they have everything that it takes, so it's really about putting it together when it matters most. And what I loved the most, I think, here in Tokyo, was seeing the women's team in the stands yeah. cheering on the men every single competition and vice versa. Yeah. And it didn't matter what the outcome was. And I I think that's something that I will take away from these games as just the support that, you know, whether you're winning a gold medal or you don't medal, you know, Team USA, that's that's what it's all about. It's the moments that you will remember for the rest of your life. Nastia Lukin, I'll let you get back to it. I know you got to prep for rhythmic gymnastics now. Sure so, I do. <laughs> Nastia, thank you so much. Uh, let us turn from the gymnastics mat to the wrestling mat this morning. We have one of the most decorated women's wrestlers of all time. Adeline Gray, she just won her first Olympic medal. She brought home the silver for Team USA, and she is with me here on set. Hello, Congratulations. Thank you. Can I, can I? Please. Oh, these are like the heaviest They're so medals, heavy. Right? It's hard to wear on your neck, honestly. Congratulations. <laughs> thank you. What a lot of folks probably don't know about your story, Adeline, is it's, it's been a difficult few years for me. You had the, the shoulder injury. You had some pain. You power through that. How'd you do it? Uh, it, it took a lot of support from my teammates, took a lot of support from Team USA as a whole. We have a lot of people who have our backs and, and are continuous, continuously just striving to make sure that we are the best that we can be. We're showing some video of this match from uh, Monday night. Yes. You're taking on your good friend from Germany. <laughs> Not just your good friend. This is someone you actually invited to your wedding. I did invite her to my wedding. But you she took her down. <laughs> I, um, I did take her down, that's true. Both those things happened. We were friends after the match, but during that match we were fighting fighting hard. Um, but unfortunately she couldn't come to my wedding. She was at Frank Stabler, another world champion's wedding at the same weekend. So we at least share a, a wedding date. Had, had she come to your wedding, perhaps you would have gone a little easier on her. No, maybe not. <laughs> I mean, after the Rio Olympics, I know that you, you plan to start a family mm -hmm. uh, and step back from the sport, but, but you got called back by, by your coach. What do you what do you say this time around? Are we going to see you in Paris? Uh, if my coach had it his way, he would never let me retire. So um, <laughs> my husband wanted me to go to Paris. He's never been to Paris before, so he's trying to talk me into that being um, our next Olympics. But for me, I, I want to take a little bit of time, enjoy this medal, enjoy this accomplishment, and kind of make my decision on what's what's next in a little bit. What people can't see at home probably are the scratches that, that you have on, I, on the I do there. have some some cuts and bruises you've, here. You've and been through the ringer. It's a, it's a challenging sport, but it also teaches you so much and there's, there's a lot that I've learned about myself and my self-confidence that I've been able to take away from the sport, and yeah. it's, it's, it's really special. Adeline, congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank I appreciate you. it. Thank you so much for representing Team USA so well. Just ahead, watching the Olympics through mom's eyes, Chanel's going to catch up with not one, not two, but three mothers who share what it takes to rear a world-class athlete. The third hour of today rolls on right after this.
At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. of Through Mom's Eyes. The two weeks go by so quickly, but of course it takes years of early mornings and long days to get there. I caught up with three dedicated moms to find out what it takes to raise an Olympian. Tokyo bound! I am Sherry Grimes, and my Olympian is Katie Grimes in swimming. I'm Julie Nichols. My son is Brady Elliston, and he is a four-time Olympian in the sport of archery. My name is Keisha Bishop, and my son is Noah Lyles, who is in track and field. So congratulations to all of you. Does this moment feel surreal to you, or how does it feel? Um, absolutely. It was always been a dream in our house, but we just didn't think it was going to happen this quick. Quick is right. Sherry's daughter, Katie, is 15 years old and the youngest Olympian on the U.S. team. As we go through this process, we're like, oh my gosh, she's an Olympian. Yeah, it is really surreal because it's just been something we know we can do, but just executing it is totally different. Five years ago, Keisha's son, Noah, missed the Olympic team by nine hundredths of a second. He now goes into the 200 meter race as the Olympic front runner. One thing that people don't get is the pressure and the expectation because they only see the excitement, but the physical, mental, and emotional pressure and expectation can be really difficult. We really try to support them as much as possible. 32 year old Brady Ellison is a veteran at the games and mom Julie has been there every step of the way from his first bow to his first Olympic medal. When Brady first started, I was your helicopter mom that you read all the bad stories about. And so now when we go, I'm like, I love you, good luck, you know, shoot good. We always try and be neutral so that whatever we are feeling, we're not projecting it on him. Tell me about your, the, the training and what goes into it and what people don't see at home as far as how hard your kids work. 
were up every morning at 4 a.m. I slept on the back seat of my van for mornings for years now as I drop my kids off at the pool. I think what people don't see is it's not something that's just a hobby, it's a lifestyle and it becomes a family lifestyle. How do you deal with that, like the, the, the mental health aspect of it? I mean, he has therapists, he has you know other professionals in his life, but your mom. We ignore social media. We ignore text messages and we just stay focused on the goal at hand and we don't try to get wrapped up in anything else because we're there just to grind it out and, and to meet a goal. I mean, the talent and everything to get there, that's all on them. But what you can do so, to support them, um, you know, tell me love them and give them hugs. Sometimes that's all they need. What do you want some people to know um, about your children, about your kids? Everyone wants to say, well, Katie Ludecky was 15 and Katie Grimes is 15. That puts a lot of pressure on a 15 year old. I want people to see Katie for Katie Grimes and she's got her own path and not to put such huge expectations on a 15 year old. For Brady, he is more than an Olympian. I see what a great human he is, what a great dad he is, and husband and son. That's what people need to remember is, is they're more than what you see on TV. When we get caught up in the media, it's almost like we're allowing other people to write our story, but we don't allow other people to write our story. We make our narrative. We've been through a really rough journey. So there were times when we had our lights turned off and um, unfortunately we had to apply for food stamps. He is living proof that not only is there a light at the end of the tunnel, I mean, this kid is on the Olympic stage. I want people to look at us and say, if they can do it, I can definitely do it. Through it all, mom will continue to be the number one fan. It doesn't matter how old Brady's gonna be as long as he's competing and I'm around, we're gonna be there supporting him. At the end of the day, when all the media is gone and the interviews are done, we are a family and that is the main thing that's important. That's, that's right. Well, there's a lot more to that conversation later today on our streaming channel Today All Day. You can find it at 2.30 and 6.30 Eastern, including the intense meal prep to keep their Olympians fed. Oh, I can't even it was imagine. such a fun conversation that afterwards, I'm sure they don't mind me sharing this, they were swapping phone numbers oh, because for the first time they oh, wow. felt like they met other moms who, you know, it's they like could relate part to their of a group. Experience. You brought yeah, people exactly. together. I know. We felt good Look after we hung up. They're like, oh, let's stay in touch. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Great. Good deal. Well, right. coming up, we've got a select group of Olympians who are representing Team USA in more ways than one. Then, fresh off his five gold medals, swimming superstar Caleb Dressel is back in the States and on our Plaza Live as the third hour of today continues in just 60 seconds. morning in our Athletes to Watch series, a group of Olympians who are representing their country in more ways than one. NBC News Now anchor Joe Fryer is here with their stories. Thanks for joining us. Good to morning. be here with you guys. Yeah, this is so isn't great, nice? You know, yeah. And this is a good one. So a dozen members of Team USA this year are part of something called the World Class Athlete Program. It's a program that's developed more than 400 Olympians since the 40s. These athletes don't just represent their country, they serve their country. Just being a world-class athlete is impressive enough. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. 
for these Olympians, athlete is not their only title. I'm ready for what comes next. Not by a long shot. Look closely at the four letters on their shirts. You'll quickly realize these athletes are also soldiers pulling double duty in the U.S. Army. These are the two best teams in the world, I believe, Team Army and Team USA. They're based at Fort Carson in Colorado, home to the World Class Athlete Program, which provides training and coaching to elite athletes while they serve in the military. It's a second to none program. Specialist Bernard Couture dreams of winning a medal in the track and field event steeplechase. Sergeant Samantha Schultz competes in the modern pentathlon. I hope to come back with a gold medal, that's for sure. <laughs> it's a competition that features five events, running, swimming, fencing, shooting, and horseback riding. We encompass those skills as a soldier and as an athlete, and that's really cool to bring that all together. Fellow soldier Sergeant Amro El Jaziri is also a pentathlete, and it's definitely not his first rodeo. How does it feel to be going to your fourth Olympics? Uh, honestly, it never gets old. Been waiting for this a uh, little bit longer than normal, uh, but it's finally here, so I'm super excited. I'm guessing some of the same qualities that help you be a great soldier are the ones that have helped you prepare for a delayed Olympics. Like all those qualities, perseverance, resilience, striving for excellency, uh, those are the qualities that a soldier needs as well as a professional athlete. So as soldier, we get to practice that every day. He's not the only returning Olympian. Sergeant Ildar Hafizov, a Greco-Roman wrestler, competed in the 2008 games. You've been waiting a while. Yes, sir. Does, does that make it a little sweeter? It is, it is. Finally, I get what I wanted, you know. Back in 2008, he represented Uzbekistan. Now, he's a US citizen and soldier. Representing the United States and Army is already a huge honor. How does being a soldier help you prepare? I mean, do you feel better prepared this time around than in 2008? I uh, feel smarter now. A little bit older, but smarter. For another wrestler, specialist Alejandro Sancho, this is Olympics number one. He's still savoring that moment from earlier this year when he qualified at the U.S. trials and looked to his family in the stands. It was great. It was a very, very emotional feeling. You know, seeing my family there, and I cried a little. <laughs> Tokyo is, of course, different. They're competing without families in the stands. And if anyone knows how to adapt, it's these soldiers. There's not going to be spectators over there, so I'm going to be cheering them on and rooting for them. With no spectators, you're probably going to rely on each other even more now, aren't you? Yep, definitely, definitely. I'm going to be screaming my, my lungs out. <laughs> it's not about just, like, soldier athletes. We are, like, a huge family here. Family, another title added to their already impressive list. We got one objective, and that's to bring back that gold medal and make this program proud. Wow. Olympic soldiers in the world-class athlete program had won 111 medals. As wow. for the athletes we featured there, most are done competing, but you can still cheer on Sergeant Schultz and Sergeant El Jaziri when their modern pentathlon event begins on Thursday. That is impressive. Yeah, yeah I, I have time for all of that. Right. I mean, one, it takes up enough Better yet, both and body power. But they both help each other, the gym yeah. programs. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so it works, but yeah, they're, they're dedicated, wow, to say I, the least. I have no idea. Thanks needed, for that. That was a good story. Thank you, all Joe. Right. That was terrific. Coming up, he needed a suitcase just to carry all his gold. He brought it in on a carry-on. <laughs> Team USA superstar Caleb Dressel joining us live on the plaza. Then later, you don't have to try.
travel to Tokyo to bring home some Japanese fun. We've got snacks, toys, and a whole lot more as the third hour of today continues. <laughs> We are thrilled. We're back here on the plaza with a very special guest. This is so exciting. Fresh off his epic performance at the Tokyo Olympics, swimming superstar Caleb Dressel. Yeah, Caleb dominated in the pool. We all watched. He earned five gold medals during these games, which brings him to a total of seven gold medals. And he set a couple of records in the process. And Caleb was with us this morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. So you flew in from Tokyo just last night, straight to New York City? Yes. So you haven't gone home. Yes. Have you slept? <laughs> no, I, no. You know, my body doesn't really know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, like what about surreal. your mind? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's probably <laughs> surreal. So here's the deal. We all just have been rooting for you. Dylan was telling you how her little ones have been rooting for you. Now you're finally reunited with your family. What was it like when you finally were able to see them face to face? It was really special. I, I mean, I was actually the first one out of baggage claim. Oh, wow. I, I, for some reason, all my bags, I had five bags coming home. They all came back to back to back. I love it. So it was perfect. Well, you deserve to get yeah. your bags first, yeah, just FYI. So. And, they, and, my, and my agent made me buy the global entry thing. <laughs> and it, Good plan. It, it was worth it. It was worth it. it. I was like, this is like 100 bucks a year. I'm not paying for it. You like me. It was worth it just for that moment. So I was actually the first swimmer from Team USA out there. I got to see my family. I love it. Your wife is here. She's smiling on the side. It's Megan. Hi, Megan. Jenna and I have a yes. girl crush on you. We've been Megan, talking about you. I hope you didn't see what we said about you on TV. We've been we like were interested in Caleb swimming. Obsessed. But we were like, do you think she'll come by our show? Yeah. Oh, God. That's <laughs> wonderful. Hey, hey, you know, Caleb, there's been a big conversation around mental health mm -hmm. uh, during these games. And so how are you planning to unwind and kind of take care of yourself mm -hmm. and Megan? And, you know, you just cocoon and try to figure out what's next but, but taking care of yourself mostly yeah that, that's just as important as competing i mean you have to know when to shut it off it's some i i don't know how to do that in season which mm. i'm fine with i am obsessed with the sport and looking for any outlet to get better but once the task at hand is completed the games are done i'm i, I don't like swimming right now i don't want to think about swimming um i don't uh, the games is over and done with i'll journal i still have to do my last journal entry from my last my last swim and then i'm, I'm over swimming that's, that's for me is the best way to get better at swimming is to forget about it for two weeks mm. and then get ready to go again and I'll be ready once I'm ready to go again then we're good but I got to take a step back before you can get going which I'm sure your family appreciates too uh -huh. yeah just to get that little break we have since we have a huge crowd here we're going to take some questions oh, nice. from the crowd if you don't mind and I want to first find Tino from Dallas here you have a question yes. what do you want to ask so as you were putting that gold medal around your neck and the adrenaline is pumping what was going through your mind? Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to actually put her on my own neck this time because they had uh, there was no no official doing it for us, I guess, because COVID. But it was a really special moment. Um, I had the relay. That was my first one of the games. Um, but e each moment is so different. Everyone offers every mix of emotion you could imagine, but everyone is the same in the sense that it's just an honor being up there. What an experience. I would never want to take something like that for granted. You know, just looking out into the stands, seeing the rings, and that being the pinnacle of my sport and my craft, and being able to stand on top of that podium, it's, it's special every time, but it's different every time. It's a great question. And then to hear the national anthem, I'm sure, yeah. makes it that much more special. Kylie, hi, from Dover, New Jersey. What's your question for Caleb? Well, as a public school teacher, I just wanted to know what advice you would give them. I'm always telling them to follow their passions, but be humble when they accomplish them, and you just seem to really epitomize that. What advice would you give them? Yeah, I think, I think it's about 
finding what your standard is and what, what your potential is. It's not about comparing yourself to anybody. Um, I don't want everyone to be a swimmer. I don't want everyone to be an athlete. I mean, that, I think that's what makes the world so beautiful. I've gotten to travel around the world with swimming on someone else's dime, which is the best part. <laughs> um, but there's some wonderful people out there, and I think that's what makes it so special. It's finding what your potential is and maximizing what that is. Whatever your standard is, that's what you need to go and reach. It's not about comparing yourself to other people. Finding what your potential and your standard is. That's that's why I'm in the sport and that's why I'm still enjoying it. Mm. Awesome. 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 Really good questions. And by the way, we have one more crowd question from Craig Melvin. <laughs> Tokyo. Tokyo. I, don't, I don't want to be left out. No, I don't want to bring you in because we know y'all y'all had a little bromance, or at least you had a bromance. <laughs> we <laughs> still do. It's still happening. Well, Al's getting I, very jealous. I, I, so we're glad I you're in love Tokyo. Caleb Dressel. <laughs> he embodies everything that we all love about these Olympics. And by the way, that the millennial Falcon Lego set that we gifted you in that Stetson hat. We wanted to make sure we said thank you uh, to, to Lego and the good folks over at Stetson. What's the first order of business, buddy, when you get back to Florida? Mm. I'm, I'm excited to sleep in my own bed. I know that's an obvious one. Um, and it's weird. I, I miss, every time I'm gone, I really I miss driving. Mm. Um, so I drive, I drive a, a manual, and every time I get home from like these trips, I'm always bad again um, so it's like kind of fun it only takes me like a couple a couple gear shifts to like find my rhythm again but i look forward to driving just relaxing and then falling asleep with my dog again that's that pretty nice that's great. Yeah. protect your peace caleb dressel safe travels yeah thank you craig oh there he is hey, caleb thank you so much for being here megan thank you thank you i just megan. realized megan kind of looks like cheryl crow's younger sister oh wait i see it <laughs> I well, thank you. you and Caleb looks like Photo Nate, our photographer. Yeah, that's right. Looks like, seriously. That's right. It's doppelgangers Isn't on the plaza. Isn't crazy? It's amazing. I didn't you notice it until right now, but there is. Photo Nate right really quickly, guys. Seriously. That's right. Photo Nate wishes. Photo Nate right there. In fact, today's Photo Nate's uh, birthday. Happy birthday! Yay! Caleb, thank you so much. I know this this same we we veered off into a weird area. <laughs> sure and this is what I look like. I'm good to go. Hey. All right, yeah. All right, photo Nate, baby. Congratulations again to all of you guys and your family. I know it's a family affair. All right, coming up next, a true taste of Japan right here in the States. Harry Smith shows us why you don't have to travel far to experience Japanese traditions and culture. What a fun morning. We'll be right back. <laughs> If the Olympics got you craving for a little Japan, Harry Smith's got just what you need. Harry. Well, you know, I watch Keir Simmons do all these great pieces. Yeah. And he goes, oh, come on. <laughs> so we decided what we could find right here in Brooklyn. Where are we today? Tokyo, Kyoto. No, this Japanese garden, more than 100 years old, is in Brooklyn, the Botanic Gardens where from time to time, you can have tea the Japanese way. Ohayou gozaimasu. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Japanese tea ceremony today. Keiko Kitazawa is our guide. The Japanese tea ceremony is centuries old. So let's make a, a bowl of tea for you. And can take up to four hours. So I'm going to purify all the utensils mm -hmm. before serving tea. Okay. But not this morning. So now I'm going to add the tea powder. The ancient ceremony is meant to imbue harmony, respect, purity, and tranquility. Wow. May I just say? Yes. 
this is not chai from Starbucks. <laughs> it is different. <laughs> Highest quality matcha that we are using. The tea ceremony puts you in a different place if you let it. How is this? Perfect. Thank you. Arigato gozaimasu. Tranquility achieved. Now it's time to eat. Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. Welcome to Ichiran. Thank you. Ichiran, ubiquitous in Japan, has three restaurants in New York, serving one thing. So we only specialize in pork bone soup ramen. Period. Yes. No sushi, no sashimi, no soba, just ramen. I think I'm going to be medium with everything. Safe choices for the first timer. But here's the twist. For someone you don't want to interact with anyone at all, this is the perfect restaurant for so that. So that's what these kind of... Partitions are for, yes. You yeah. keep them up. Um, the server doesn't have to speak to you if you don't want to. You have your own private space to yourself to enjoy your meal. Okay. A ramen restaurant for the recluse. Thank you. <laughs> the ramen is ridiculously delicious. But man cannot live by ramen alone. We're at Brooklyn Cora. We're a sake brewery based in New York City in Sunset Park, Brooklyn. Brandon Dawn and Brian Poland met in Japan. We wandered into a traditional sake brewery, and we were just kind of blown away by the smells and, and the equipment and, and the process there. What are the main ingredients? It's got steamed rice, it's got Brooklyn water, yeast, and it's got koji, which is a type of fungus that we grow in a portion of the rice. And that's where we get our sugar that then gets turned into alcohol. Inside the giant tank is where the magic happens. So this is our Junmai Ginjo, and it's about uh, two weeks old, so it's got about another two weeks of fermentation. And from that, remarkably, comes this. I'm surprised. All right, in a good way? It smells like wine. As a reporter, it would have been irresponsible to try just one. That's really good. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Wow. Just out of curiosity, what's the alcohol content? So this clocks in about 15%, so it's like a, a strong wine. It's mighty good. <laughs> I've had two sips, I feel like I'm a little tipsy. Oh, nice. Be assured, I wasn't driving that day. Are Americans ready to have locally brewed sake? Yeah, I, I think the answer is yes. I mean, you should see this tap room um, pre-pandemic and starting to be again now. I mean, it's pretty crazy. And crazy to me that there could be so much Japan in one borough. Come pie. Oh, yeah. love it. Was it. Pretty good. We got to go get some. You know, know, by the way, the Bonsai Garden in uh, at the uh, Botanic Park. Garden yeah. open again oh, as oh, of good. like this weekend. Oh. Gorgeous. Did you bring us some sake or no? <laughs> well, you know, there was so much sake consumed <laughs> last you week. You forgot. That. Well, no, I was told. I think maybe we need to tap the brakes. Oh, <laughs> as it were. Yes. yes, thank okay. you, Harry. Because we have we're, we're trying to dry out. <laughs> Coming up That's next, great. we got some fun Japanese products the kids and grown-ups are going to love as the third hour today continues. That was great. Really good. At the UPS store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. 
At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. During every Olympics, we get a peek into the culture of the host country, and this morning we're bringing you some fun items straight from Japan. That's right. Our friend, style expert Amy Goodman here to help us, and you can see all the products we've got scanning the QR code on your screen. Amy, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Or, ohayou gozaimasu. Yeah, very nicely done. <laughs> I got to tell you, being there, the Japanese snack game is strong. You've been I, talking about it all morning. I'm telling you. It's I feel like Hoda ate all the snacks in Japan, though. Wow. Oh, no. Well, we still have some Okay. Here, and you can get them at home. Mm. Uh, this is from Boksu. It is a Japanese snack subscription box, bringing oh. those real artisan snacks directly from Japan to your doorstep. You get about 20 to 24. And as you can see, it's an array of flavor. You're right. Yes. I think Japanese snacks are not only delicious to eat, but beautifully packaged. Yes. Does anybody want to eat? A little, I think this a is from biscuit. there. Yes, a biscuit? it is. I'll try a biscuit. What's on the biscuit? Biscuit. Nice. You like a biscuit? It's, it's kind of like oh. a, a butter biscuit. Mm. Tasty. <laughs> but is it savory? Does yours have cheese in it? Sorry. Oh, I have cheese. It, yeah, it's a cheese. So savory. It's, it's a lot of plates. There's plum, there's yuzu, there's oh, matcha, there's all different types of delicious flavors in here. Then cute. to wash it down. I was just about to say, what yeah. is this? This is ramune. It is a classic Japanese soda. And the main trick here is it has a marble that seals the deal at the top. You pop it down. You want to give it a try, Mr. Roker? Uh, sure. You pop it down with the lid to get the marble to drop. And Oh, oh, oh there you go. And it's Boom. fun for kids of that's all cute. ages. Ramune, by the way, is a classic lemon-lime flavor. They make gum ramune. They make milkshakes ramune flavored. So it's this is very much a signature oh, flavor. Strawberry. Strawberry. It looks really cool. Light anything. And my kids just, you know, it's all oh, downhill delicious. after you pop the little marble. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and now toys. I mean, this takes Legos to a whole new level because it's just so, so tiny. They're teensy tiny little petite blocks. This is from Daiso, which is the Japanese. Japanese equivalent of the dollar store. It's, uh, a, it's a buck fifty, actually, um, and they have sixty-five different designs: food, animals, construction vehicles, cars, and, and little people too. So fun for the kids, twelve and older. By the yes. way, these pieces are a little bit small for yeah. your gang yet, yes. but it really keeps your kids entertained and so much fun. I okay, love these it. next little plushies. These are adorable. Right? Oh, they, oh they're so cute. Well, after a year of not hugging, we just want to hug everything cute <laughs> so and adorable. Cute. And in Japanese, we say cho kawaii. These are from Hakubundo, a Hawaiian purveyor of Japanese. And you can see they're all fun Japanese so characters cute. carrying their favorite Japanese snacks. Here we have the panda with the dango. We have the shiba inu, which is the Japanese dog carrying his favorite rice cake. Oh. And here is a lucky cat and also a sumo cat. I love the yeah, I love sumo it. cat. I so love it. And so. you know what? I was just telling Dylan, I'm like, oh, I want one of these for my daughter. These are so cute. It's perfect actually for back to school. So the Japanese cute. take on stationery is like none other. This is nekorobi, which my interpretation is to fall flat on the face. <laughs> and as you can see, all the animals are lying down. This is from Kinokuniya Bookstore. They have eight stores throughout the world, and it holds up to 14 pencils, so erasers. Cute. The stationery is on fleek in Japan. It is so <laughs> much fun. So this is a way for us to have a little taste of it in our backpacks. Awesome. Well, we have much more online because there are a couple of products we couldn't get to, so yes. make sure you click that uh, QR code at the bottom of your screen, or just head to today.com shop. Amy, thank you so much. Oh, so much fun. Arigato gozaimasu. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll be right back. These are yummy. Are these good? There is nothing better than a good book in the summertime. And with a new month here, it is time to announce Read with Jenna's August title. It's coming yes. now. Oh 
my gosh. What's your August book okay. pick? The August, read with Jenna book pick. It's the first time I've done it in the nine. It's called The Turnout by Megan Abbott. Y'all, this book is about elite ballerinas. It Ooh. is so good. It tells the story of two ballerina sisters, Dara and Marie, who inherit their mother's dance studio after losing their parents in a tragic accident. Their Ooh. suspense, you don't know what's gonna happen. It is a full-on mystery wow. that okay. is so good and perfect for the Olymp Olympics because we're talking about athletes here. Okay. I loved it. And I, I really hope y'all all read with me, okay? So why will people who read with Jenna really enjoy this book? Well, most of the people that read with me have been wanting a mystery. Okay. Ah. Here it is, a summer mystery. There's nothing better. Yeah. Yeah. So, I can't. I want to read. Do you want to read it? Absolutely. Okay. Well, I give it to you. There you really? go. I give it straight to you. Look at that. You got a free book. I'm always amazed to Jenna. Obviously, is always reading. Yeah, and you I, sell a book. But girl, this book is so so good, y'all. If you, I, I, it's all about sisterhood, and I it love is it. suspenseful. You Dancing, don't know what. I'll happen it. dancing it good just head to today.com slash read with jenna you or you can use the qr code at the bottom of your screen here to get more information on joining the book club conversation and to buy this book yes, hey craig me, we, you're doing a heck of a job down there keep it up my friend i miss you and i you love miss you too. Bye, Bye, miss you, see you guys tomorrow all right you guys are coming up next yes. and jenna is also there's a surprise a, guest yes. oh, we don't know I who it is Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.